Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Maggie Sarfo is the CEO of Merry's Consult and also a regional director for the Athena Network. She's been described as a network butterfly. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Maggie. Thank you so much, Liz. I'm delighted to be here. So you describe yourself as enabling um, leaders and entrepreneurs towards growth and transformation. And I guess you do that in two ways, through your own business and also through networking. So Mm -hmm. let's start with your business. Tell me about what your business is and what it is you do. So my business is Meris Consult Limited. Um, It's based in London and it's been around since 2016. It's about enabling business leaders and entrepreneurs to explore, and also individuals actually, to explore new ways of being, new ways of leading, and new ways of growing their business exponentially. Um, And um, on one end of the scale with the business leaders, I may be advising on go-to-market strategies or adapting for change and growing profitably within the current world situations or economic situations. And then for the individuals, these are for people who are looking to find more meaning in their lives. Um, so we'll be, you know, having conversations around um, any form of transitions that they may be going um, through. Maybe they may be going through a transition from working into becoming self-employed. Um, it could be transitions within a family setting. Um, It could be people who are looking at tapping more and more into their purpose and bringing more meaning into whatever they're doing. And because part of the growth work with individuals include executive leadership, then I do purposeful leadership as well in terms of enabling people to connect more deeply with who they are so they, they can align this back into their lives, into their leaderships, into their teams, into their families at home and everything else that's important to them. And what kind of businesses do you work with? Are that, do they tend to be from a particular sector or do you work mm-hmm. with literally anybody? Um, I love working with um, the tech sector. So you may find me working with um, technology startups, predominantly scale-ups. So they may have had some investment or the business is at a stage where they need to scale to the next level of growth. They could be going into new markets um, geographically as well so expanding internationally or they could be looking at just the UK market by expanding maybe identifying a new type of client that they haven't come across yet but they know they have the potential to so tech companies is um, a soft spot for me um, followed by b2b services companies and any other type of service company as well so I love the opportunity Um, to um, help them create the vision that they want to create in the minds of their prospects and clients so they can carry on being on a journey with them. And what was it that that drew you to working in this sector? And what's your background? How did you get to where you are? Hmm. So my background is in business consulting, sales and sales leadership. I spent about 15 years in um, in the corporate world. But for me, even though I didn't plan it, I moved from a big company like WPP, the, the global um, research media firm, to a smaller one like um, a boutique business advisory firm in West London. 
Then I moved to um, one called Gartner, which is um, a global analyst firm in the tech space. Um, and then I went to another small one. So even though I didn't plan it, I think I brought something different along that journey. So yeah, business and, and business um, consulting, sales and sales leadership is my background. Having said that, I did study a first degree in French and English. And, <laughs> the, <laughs> and those were the days I thought I was going to be working for the UN. But anyway, <laughs> I have a strong passion for businesses and what makes others profitable and why others don't get profitable and how I can support them. I'm sure your degree, I'm sure you learned lots of useful skills, though, that you've been able to use in your current role. <laughs> I, I have. I have. And I've made some really good friendships along the way as well. People like to hear that you speak some French. Mm -hmm. But I, I went on to do an MBA, um, which um, kind of qualifies me to do more of the business growth work that I do as well. <laughs> yeah. Now, on your LinkedIn profile, you describe yourself as being a networking butterfly. So what do you mean by that? <laughs> Um, so um, I've always loved the opportunity to just meet people. I feel that I'm one of those who really love the unknown. Like, so I, I love meeting new people that I haven't met. But those that I meet as well, I like to really form some deeper, meaningful friendships that go over a period of time as well. That's what I find. Um, it's one of the reasons why in my business I talk about human-centered growth and human-centered leadership and human-centered selling. But um, predominantly the reason why I have Network Butterfly on my LinkedIn profile um, is because I was actually called that by a colleague some years back, maybe back in 2009. Um, I was... Um, I was employed at that time and I used to be a membership again I was looking after a network so <clears throat> I was looking after a business network in West London called the Park Royal Partnership and I was sent on a leadership development course um, a Dale Carnegie course um, if anyone's familiar with that mm. and I um, yeah and when we were looking at describing each other towards the end of the program um, someone called me a network butterfly and I thought hmm, I quite like that <laughs> um, but I've also been told that I can work a room I can work a, a whole room you know just networking so but I, I just I think it's, it's one of my natural abilities to be able to bring people together leave them to do their own thing and I think most of the time something really good and impactful comes out of that um, needless to say I also now have um, a networking um, company um, which is the the London City Group for the Athena Network um, and I run four groups there um, made up of women entrepreneurs, women executives who join meetings on a monthly basis to network for business growth, connections um, and also um, their own personal development. Mm. Yeah now four meetings sounds like a lot of four groups how much time does that take for you? No. <laughs> um, well, when people ask me, I say it pays to have a very good virtual assistant or executive <laughs> assistant. Um, but I think with a lot of the networks and because I have had the opportunity to run networks in the past, then I, I tend to look at ways of automating some of the functions because there's a lot of admin work involved. Mm -hmm. Um, so I automate them. Each group meets on a certain specified date of the month. Um, and so once you've set it up in your calendar, um, then in, you know, all the admin staff um, can be easily automated and um, 
supported by a good um, virtual assistant and then I oversee that, um, which then frees up my time to have the meaningful conversations that I have with the existing members to um, see how I can continue to support them, how, can, how they can make the most out of their membership, but also open doors to have those conversations with um, those who are interested in joining the membership. And we, we always get a good flow of interested um, ladies who'd like to join either for their business growth, their personal development, or to form some strategic partnerships with like-minded and like-hearted women. <laughs> So tell me about the format of the meetings. If I came along to one of your meetings, what could I expect? Good question. Um, I normally um, caveat this by saying um, the formats are quite structured. It then takes away um, any awkwardness that someone might find in a general networking situation. Now, at the moment, our, our monthly meetings, which we commit to when we join, um, happen online. Um, via Zoom, and then we have optional in-person meetings. So let me walk you through the formal monthly meetings. Mm. So um, we we turn up just before 12 o'clock. All the meetings are kind of extended lunchtime. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of 12 to 2. So we turn up just before 12 o'clock. Um, I allocate them into um, Zoom breakout rooms. Um, and so you'll meet another two or three ladies um, and you, you know, you have a chit chat with them, meet them in an informal setting, just like you would do in a normal kind of um, networking scenario. And then closer to um, 12.20, everyone gets brought back into the main room. Um, each of the groups will have a chair who is a member of the group or a chair lady or chairperson, whatever you want to call her. Um, and, um, and then so the chair will welcome any visitors for that meeting, welcome existing members and also any visiting members. Now, because we are quite wide ranging in every single month, you might have about 100 groups happening up and down the country mm -hmm. as part of the wider network then you might have the member visitors from other regions who may also want to come and visit us so we do welcome them as well um, so after that we walk we talk about the three main aims of the network the first aim is all about um, connections so the opportunity to meet with um, like-minded ladies across different sectors um, for the purpose of you know business development networking the second aim is about development. We find development or the training of our members very important. So in every meeting, we'll have two types of trainings. We'll have a networking strategy training, and we'll also have a business development talk. Um, and it gives members the opportunity to also develop their own speaking skills mm -hmm. as well. The third is about support. So um, being a support arm for these ladies to be able to have some of those conversations that perhaps they don't necessarily want to have at work if they're employed um, or even if they're self-employed or they may not want to have this at home either. We'd like to think that we have formed deep friendships to allow some of these ladies to have those conversations with us. So those are the three aims and after the chair um, talks about these aims some of the members will volunteer and you know share their experience in terms of how being a member has supported them through any of these. We move on to do an online card shuffle so people get the opportunity to 
put in their contact details or any special links or social media handles that they want us to support them on. Um, we, from there, move on to the networking strategy training. It usually takes about 10 minutes tops where I pick a relationship building or networking topic and we discuss to just make sure we get the most out of our networking resources or activities. Um, so after that, everyone gets 60 seconds to then tell us a bit about who they are, what they do, and a specific call to action in terms of how we can support them. Um, we always ask them to be very specific about their call to action, regardless of whether the person they're looking for is in the room, because the idea is you are connected to our wider network and we're looking to on that wider network to find the right person to connect you with. So that brings us up to normally at around one o'clock. Um, the numbers for the meetings are usually around 15. It could be 20. At top, it will be 25 in one meeting. So um, around one o'clock, we'll take a, a mini break, say about 10, about, normally about five to eight minutes. So we can stretch, maybe refill our cups <laughs> and then come back. Um, and then we start the second part of the meeting, which starts with a business development talk. So this is a talk that is being delivered by a member of the group. It's an educational talk on a specific area or subject that they, they know well. It could be something related to what they do. So um, it's delivered by a member of the group or a member of the wider network, or it could be a specialist speaker that I have sourced because you know, they bring something really special to the table that's beneficial to the ladies. Um, that will take about 10, 15 minutes. And then we have the final part of the meeting, which we call Let's Talk Business. And that's an opportunity to this time support someone else's business. So for instance, if during the, the initial 60 second sessions, you said you were looking for a voiceover artist, <laughs> um, that would be the time or someone said they were looking for a voiceover artist that would be the time for me to say I will refer you to Liz she is amazing you know <laughs> that kind of thing um, or I could use it as an opportunity to um, give a testimonial for someone whose services I've used to encourage others to refer to them or to use their services um, or I could also use it as an opportunity to request for a one-to-one -one to get to know someone a bit better, get to know their business so we can explore ways of doing business together or explore collaborative opportunities or um, be clearer in terms of who I could refer to them in future. Um, and then the meetings will normally come to an end um, closer to two o'clock. If there are any special announcements, I'll make those and then I'll give them some dates for their calendar for the coming month. And so what kinds of businesses do you find come along? Is there a really wide variety? It is. Um, we operate what they call um, exclusivity models. So, for instance, if I have a family solicitor in one group, I wouldn't have another family yeah. solicitor in the group. If I have a web designer or a jewellery maker in one group, I will, you know, in the same group, I won't have another one. But it ranges from... Um, entrepreneurs, these are businesses who may or may not have employees, um, but they're traded enough and they are at that level where they want to network with similar types of ladies. They want to avoid the isolation that sometimes comes with, you know, being um, mm -hmm. on your own as a business owner. Um, we also have SMEs, so these could be people who employ 
um, businesses, um, sorry, staff. And then we have some members who are professionals from some of the firms in the city, purely because my region is based in the city. So I may have some from the accountancy firms, the legal firms in the city and any other type, really. So it's a wide range. Mm. Um, but we do look to represent um, professions across, I would say, business services and personal services. So, um, yeah, for my city group, that's what I'll say. We'll also have people who have product type businesses mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah. And you, you said that your, your your regular monthly meetings are online, but you have some face-to-face -face meetings as well. What happens at the face-to-face -face meetings and, and how often are they? Yeah, so I will say if, say, if you were part of a, the St. Paul's group, you committed to 10 monthly meetings, which is every month with accepting exception of August and December, mm. where we don't have the monthly online meeting, but we have a social event. So a summer social, like an afternoon tea party or a Christmas party, festive party, that kind of thing. The other in-person events are kind of informal um, events. Um, so they're not as structured as the, the online ones I just described. Um, but we have, um, all together, we have seven in-person events for the year, in addition mm -hmm. to your um, 10 monthly meetings. So for instance, in February, we'll have our first informal networking event. It will be held at the Anthologist at Bank, um, which is kind of a restaurant bar place. Um, and um, the ladies will turn up around 10 a.m. Um, they will meet other ladies. They will get their own, you know, cup of coffee or tea or whatever drink of their choice. Um, and they just network in a very informal way um, till around 12 o'clock. Um, and then at 12 o'clock, you know, those who would like to go on with their normal duties for the rest of the day will. Others will stay and I will do... Um, a networking strategy masterclass. Um, we may have others who are joining later as well. So again, that will be from 12.30 to two o'clock. So an hour and a half, where we do a deep dive into your networking strategies, how to craft your 60 second pitches uh, or any other thing, how to collaborate with others more effectively, anything to make sure that your networking, which could be part of your wider sales and marketing strategy is supporting you. So we have three of these informal type events a year. Mm -hmm. And then, um, of course, well, I say three, but in a way it's two. It's two events in February because we have the informal networking followed by the networking strategy masterclass. Um, we do one in May as well, and then we do one in October. And then, of course, we have the summer social in August, and then we have the December. So, so that's how it works. Now, you, you said that Athena is, is for ladies only. Why mm -hmm. do you think it's important to have ladies only networking meetings and how do you think they're different from mixed meetings? Um, I, I think women network differently. I mean, I, I think I can confidently say that because I run other networks. I've had the opportunity to run um, director breakfast meetings and other networking meetings when I was looking after, as I said, the network in Park Royal West London. And this is in a state of about 2000 businesses from a very wide range of industries. 
Um, but of course, they were more male dominated. I have a lot of females, but there, there were also a lot of men. For instance, my directors club meetings were more male dominated. Um, I haven't come from a sales and sales leadership background. I have always been a minority in a sales team. So when you go into networking setting, you will find that males network very differently um, than females. Females kind of want to build those connections. And then from there, they feel more confident in terms of referring other people because they've got to know them a bit better. Um, it's not to say that we don't do big business. We do. I have um, a lady who has been a member for close to 13 years now. She's actually based in Edinburgh. She used to fly down to London all the time. Um, but she talks about meeting someone through Athena Network. And in one particular year, she she got um, over 100K worth of business. Mm. Um, so a lot of business happens, but we network in a way where we don't necessarily separate the person from the business. Mm. And we then form those longer term relationships. Um, whereas sometimes in other networking settings, you might find that someone, and I have experienced this myself, where someone asks you, what do you do? You tell them what you do. And before you finish, they are off. They wouldn't even give you a business card because you are not who they're looking for. Mm. But you wouldn't know whether I know someone and I could pass your card to them if yeah. you give me your card. So, so I, I think that is the main difference between um, female networking and maybe mixed or other forms of networking. I think the ladies bond deeper and faster and then the relationship carries on. I've recently had one of my ladies talking about someone who left the network about five, six years ago, but they contacted her contacted her again and gave her an order she's a jewelry maker and they contacted her just based on the relationship they mm -hmm. built with her five years ago so yeah that's what I can say so just finally then Maggie if people are interested in finding out more about you or about the Athena network what's the best place for people to find you um they can um find us on our main website so the Athena network.com um, as soon as you go into the homepage, there will be kind of different groups in terms of where the meetings are being held. And if you're looking to come into the city region, then my my groups are St. Paul's, Bank, Liverpool Street and Monument. And so you will find um, me, um, the meetings. Once you find the meeting, click on any of them. So click on St. Paul's and then you have contact details to contact me you also find details on upcoming events as well if you'd like to contact me personally then you can email me so it's maggie m-a-g-g-i-e dot sappho so s for sierra a-r for romeo f for freddy o for oscar at the athena network.com lovely well thank you very much for your time today and the very best of luck with um continuing to run all those groups that you run <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Liz it's been a pleasure and thank you to everyone who'll be listening to this as well <laughs> thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network if you found this podcast useful please do rate, review and subscribe and don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too